0: Welcome back, listeners, to Live Your Nest Life, the podcast all about Kennesaw State housing and residence life. This is episode nine. We've almost made it to double digits. Thank you for listening to all of our podcast episodes so far. We hope they've been helpful. This week, we have a really exciting episode. We have a very special guest coming on, uh, someone who's been at KSU for several years and and does great work with our students and for our students. Before we get to him, we do want to say thank you to the entire student body here at Kennesaw State. The fall semester has kicked off. We're about a month into school and everything has been going great so far. The students are adapting well to the virtual learning and life here on campus in a COVID-19 environment. And we just wanna say thank you to all the students who have been following all of the social distancing guidelines, all of the mask requirements. You guys are really helping us stay safe as a university and we're excited that you're back and thanks thanks for following all the rules. This week's episode is all about counseling and psychological services, and we want to highlight this office specifically because of the great work that they do for our students and all of the great um, opportunities they have uh, to help students during this time. And this week, our special guest is Dr. Josh Gunn. He's the Assistant Dean of Student Affairs and the Executive Director of Counseling and Psychological Services. So welcome, Josh. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, just for the listener's sake, we are in a virtual world, so we are not in a room together. We're doing this um, over the internet in two different places, so uh, we're staying safe as well. But if you will, tell the listeners, just tell them about yourself and what you do here at Kennesaw State.
1: Sure. Kind of like Chris said, my main goal here is with uh, Counseling and Psychological Services, which I'm sure I'll tell you a little bit more about in a minute. But I'm trained as a psychologist, and I have spent my whole career at KSU. This will be my 13th year here. Just like the rest of my staff, our specialty is working with college students. We have a special understanding of what it's like to be a student, what it's like to live on a campus, how to navigate the ebbs and flows of campus life and just you know what is the kind of living as a student. It's the best and only job I've ever had, and I plan to keep doing it for a long time.
0: <laughs> That's great. I know you mentioned you've been here 13 years, so you've seen Kennesaw State change and grow quite a bit in that time.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. I was trying to think this morning uh, because I knew we were going to talk about this a little bit. Like how many counselors were there when I started? I want to say there's like I may I may have been the seventh person they hired. And now we have like 20 something. And obviously, you know, being at forty one thousand students. Yeah. Every year we've just seen an uptick in the number of students coming to our office. And luckily, we've been able to kind of grow our office to meet those demands as best as we can
0: what do students get with your uh, counseling and psychological services office?
1: Sure. I mean, we really do a lot of things, you know, and I think people, they hear the name uh, counseling and psychological services, or, you know, as people, I think, call us a lot, just the counseling center. What comes to their mind is a student and somebody like myself sitting in a room, having a therapy session. And do we do that? Absolutely, we do that. You know, that'll always kind of be our bread and butter of what we do, but it, but it's only one part of what we do because we do uh, a lot of other things that are really focused on prevention and education. We want students to have good information. And so we try to get out on campus and obviously that's a little differently right now, but we do a lot of like workshops on, you know, things like managing anxiety, managing stress, time management, study skills. You know, we, we really, um, you know, part of being a psychologist who's specialized than college students is, you know, yeah, understanding what it is to be a good student, how to study, you know, just these other things that I think if you see mental health practitioners off campus, they, they just miss some pieces of, um, I, I think, that we can be helpful with. And so we do a lot of those kind of workshops and stuff. And actually, like in this virtual environment, our workshop attendance has shot up dramatically. We found that, oh, students uh, have a much easier time coming to uh, listen to us talk about a topic um, when they can just log on their computer and do it. So we'll, we'll always do that from now on. Also in our office we do we do a lot of group therapy and i think group therapy is a concept that most people don't have a good sense of or they saw it on a movie or a tv show but you know for the majority of things that students struggle with you know one of the most helpful things they can do is get together with a group of their peers see that they're not the only ones struggling with it talk about how they're dealing with it learn from others you know give input to other people and we think you know group is just one of the most helpful things that we do out of our office Um, And we try to do a lot of those. We have a full menu of them that we just offer every semester. Uh, We do have in-house psychiatry. And so we have a full-time psychiatrist and a psychiatric nurse practitioner that can do medication. And so we do, um, you know, psychiatric evaluation, medication management um, for students who need that. We do case management, which... Case management to us means we have a couple of people who really work with students who have complex needs. And so these are the folks who help students who are navigating multiple offices, maybe on campus, maybe they're connected to disability services and our office and student health service, or maybe they have providers they work with off campus. And so our case managers become kind of the, the treatment hub for them to make sure that they have a good connection here on campus. So yeah, like, as you can kind of see, like, we are not just like a counseling center, we, we really do. And try to be integrated through as many facets of the campus we can be because we know that's what helps students be most successful
0: yeah that's tremendous i i've worked on a couple different college campuses each campus had a counseling center and a group of counselors that were there to help students and i will say that the Kennesaw state office is just tremendous and i mean you just taught me a couple things you talked about a couple services that i didn't know existed and for the listeners you know college is such a unique time in your life If you're a parent of a resident or a resident um, who's listening to this podcast, I think one of the things that Josh just said is you're not alone. You know, if if there's something that you're facing uh, that may be a challenge for you, that group therapy option could be a really great resource for you. Um, That begs a good question, though. How would students find out information about what group therapies are offered?
1: Everything that we do is on our website, which I'm sure you guys can post up somewhere, but it's just counseling.kennesaw.edu. It has everything on there from services, it has our group menu, has our workshop schedule. It has how you can contact us for an appointment. You know, everything is laid out there. We keep it updated so that you always know what's going on. But yeah, that's the easiest place to find
0: information. And how long do you and your team typically work with students?
1: You know, it, it varies. You know, obviously, we tailor what we do to each student, what they need. On average, we work with most students four to six times. But, you know, the number one, uh, like more people come to one session than any other number of sessions. And that's really in any mental health setting in the world. So there's, there's a lot of folks who come in and just need some feedback or some input or to kind of share something with somebody, get some consultation about something. So there's lots of students who do that kind of thing. We kind of really just tailor it to what you need because, you know, maybe you join a group. So maybe you check in with an individual counselor once a month or maybe, you know, you've been in counseling before. And so we just check in with you every two to three weeks. And so it really does vary. You know, I'd say on average, we see are able to see students kind of based upon just the demand of our office. About every other week is about kind of what we're able to do. Um, but again, most students come to see us about four to six times.
0: And I know your office and our office are tied very closely together. Our resident assistants have some training within your area. And I know in March or April, you came and spoke to us and just talked about um, the changing world that we were in at that time. With this new environment that we're in on campus, you know, the face-to-face sessions likely aren't happening. Can you talk about how you and your team have pivoted to adapt to this virtual world that we're in?
1: Yeah, you know, I I mean, I think it was March 16th. We had never done any services virtually really at all. And March 17th till today, we've done 100% of what we do virtually. We made a hard, fast pivot, which really helped us stay connected to the students that we were working with and um, kind of eventually as the world kind of got its bearings you know obviously students started coming seeking services who hadn't been here before and so we've taken on a lot of new students into our office um, since this has happened and yes you're right you know sitting in a small confined space with people rotating in and out of your office throughout the day is not really recommended right now so we're continuing to do everything virtually but we are literally doing everything virtually our individual counseling, our group counseling, case management, psychiatry, workshops. It is all being delivered at the same volume. Uh, We can still handle as many students as we ever have, but it is happening kind of over video. And, you know, I would say my staff was hesitant because they hadn't really done it before. And it's like, you know, anything that's new, you're like, oh, you know, kind of, what's this going to be like? But we've been doing this for six months now. We feel comfortable with it. We feel very effective with it. We know there's there's I'm sure some students who would wish maybe to see people in person just like they might wish their classes in person sometimes. But on the whole, we find that students really like it. And you know, it takes away you don't have to commute. You don't have to find a parking place. You can just kinda of log on uh, and spend the time with your counselor that you need.
0: I know that our world at work has changed quite a bit and moving to the virtual world and on some levels has made our work easier and more efficient, especially in terms of meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely a change for everybody. And I know Myself, personally, you know, going to an online environment has been challenging, and and I've been struggling with a couple things, just feeling very drained at the end of the day, after a bunch of virtual meetings. Are you and your office, are you guys noticing any trends in terms of what students are facing in this new environment?
1: I don't think we're noticing anything that would shock anybody. You know, definitely... The number of students who kind of, you know, when you first come to our office, we're like, what brings you in? And the number of students basically saying like anxiety um, has really gone up, you know, and I think that's probably true for most of the world um, for the last couple of months. All of our stress and anxiety levels have gone up, you know, we're all having to use brain power to do things that we're not used to doing from staying away from people to remembering to wear a mask to, you know, just, there's lots of other just kind of things that we're having to carry uh, with us these days. And so, yeah, I definitely think the anxiety has been higher. And then, you know, the other thing, which again, not rocket science here, people feeling disconnected, people who've, felt isolated, people who feel less connection to people, you know, talk to some students who aren't from this area, so aren't, you know, at KSU, still connected to maybe some high school people or stuff like that. You know, like how do you make friends in this new environment? How do you get connected? There's ways to do it. You know, we were talking this morning about how the university's putting up a thousand events this fall to make sure students have avenues, but it's still just different. You know, it's not how I'm sure people envisioned it. And so, you know, I talk with a lot of students about, you know, challenging themselves and being willing to step out of a comfort zone um, in different ways than they have before. And how do you strike up a conversation with people with masks on? So, you know, we have these different conversations, but, you know, again, anxiety and the need to be with people have been the two biggest things we hear a little bit more of these days.
0: I feel that as well. And I mean, I'm asking for a friend, but (laughs) what advice do you have for people to stay connected if they are, you know, they like to be around people?
1: Obviously, everybody's tolerance for things is different. And so, you know, it it really just does take a conversation with people about who do you live with? Do you have risk factors? Um, You know, kind of what are your, what's your level of just tolerance for being in certain spaces? Have you um, looked at things that are going on outside? Are you, You know, what platforms have you tried to connect people through? You know, are you trying to reach out to people in your classes? And so, you know, it really just kind of does depend on where people are starting from. At the end of the day, it, it just requires a different level of proactivity. You know, like I think... A lot of people start college um, when we're not in a pandemic, and there's just lots of instances set up for people to bump into each other, for people to be at an event where you're bound to talk to people, and that circumstance um, of just <laughs> serendipity is is missing a little bit. And so there's got to be a little bit more proactivity to it, more strategy, more planning, and obviously that's not easy for everybody. So you know we talked to a lot of people about how do you manage the anxiety of doing that. It's different, but and it does take a little bit more effort and plan.
0: And I know you mentioned the website, Mm -hmm. counseling.kennesaw.edu. So if a student, after listening to this podcast, wanted to set up an appointment, they would go there and, and just schedule an appointment online?
1: We're working on the online scheduling. One of the things we did when we went virtual was we set up an email address where students can email to request an appointment. That email is just counseling at Kennesaw.edu. And so one of the things we've learned is students much prefer to email us for an appointment than call our office for an appointment. And so our, our call volume has actually gone way down and our email volume has gone way up. Um, and so, yeah, they can just email that counseling at Kennesaw.edu email and be like, hey, I'd like to set up an appointment. We're still being able to get people in very quickly, uh, especially for this time of year. Uh, We are looking to set up that online appointment scheduling, but we're probably still a little bit out on that.
0: Um, I don't want to talk about my personal life, but I I have seen a counselor uh, regularly for several years now, and it's just been a tremendous help for me. Um, One, to have someone to talk to, and two, to just help me process life. So for, for students that are out there who are listening and you feel like they may want to come talk to someone on your team or they may need to come in and talk to someone on your team, But they're just a little scared of the process, maybe the stigma of mental health and counseling. What what advice would you offer to a student who might be in that boat where they're they're hesitant or they're scared to start the process? I
1: think a lot of times what the fear is, is just the ambiguity of what will it look like? What will they ask me like? What do I have to tell them? And I think students are really relieved when they'll be like, "Oh, well, you seem pretty human. You seem pretty normal." And so, you know, I think there's just there's a lot of bad images out there of what you know counselors and psychologists are like. But you know, we really are here to help students. You know, we're just like an advisor or anybody else on campus who you've met um, who was warm and friendly and just was sincerely interested in how you're doing and how we can help you. You know, I think part of it is just kind of pushing into that fear a little bit, um, knowing that it could be a little, something a little bit new, but at the end of the day, like we're really nice people, Chris.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're great. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know very many of your staff members, but I know you, you're really easy to talk to. You're great.
1: And and, and I'm the most ordinary of them
0: all. Like they're, the other ones, <laughs> they're, they're better than I, they're fantastic. <laughs> We we end each episode asking the guests the same two questions. The first one is, do you have any other words of wisdom or advice for those listening to this podcast today?
1: Oh, that's a big. Especially in a pandemic, that just feels like a very weighty question, Chris. Yes,
0: you're, you're welcome.
1: Um, but so the, the core thing that I, as a psychologist, uh, always focus on and that I focus on with students That no matter what else is going on, that all of this is made better when we're going through it with other people. And so, you know, one of the questions I ask a lot of students is, um, okay, you just told me a lot of things about you and what you're struggling with. I'm like, who else are you talking to about this? Who else knows you and what's really going on with you? And when their answer is nobody, like, I know that's a place where we really have to start digging in with him and so that's kind of what i would say to everybody listening right like who are you leaning on who are you allowing to lean on you uh, and how are you ensuring that you are being connected because we are social creatures and everything we do is
0: better when we're doing it with other people yeah i have a friend of mine who lives up in minnesota his name is james we've been friends for 15 years and he's my He's my guy. So, yeah. you know, I hope the students out there that you have your people that you can reach out to and talk to because it's really important right now in, in this day and age. And speaking along those lines, we, we try are trying really hard to just focus on the positive things that are going on in life right now. And so we've been asking all of our guests just what are you excited about for this academic year, whether it's something personal or something related to Kennesaw State, just what's something that's exciting in your life.
1: In some ways, like, all of this has been weirdly exciting, right? Like, shifting everything we do to, like, virtual services was exciting. So, I think the other questions that are coming up um, soon about, like, yeah, when do we start maybe meeting with people in person? When do we start rethinking about um, returning to some of the old ways of doing things, I think those are all things exciting. This October, for the first time, we're doing a Mental Illness Awareness Month, which we've never done. One, we've never done anything like month long before. And so it's felt like kind of a big lift to do that. Um, And so we've got a a new um, graduate research assistant this year who's really been helping us with that. And so we're plowing out about a month's worth of activities coming up, of engagement tables where we're going to have students out there just really talking with other students about different topics of mental health. Um, we're doing a lot of QPR suicide prevention training. Like we're really just trying to plaster the month of October with just tons of pro mental health, stigma reduction. Here's some things you need to know, here's how you can live your best life, type of information. We're having a speaker who's doing an event on October 14th. His name is Josh Ribadale. He's really going to talk about, you know, like how do you just best managed life right now and so you know this coming up month we've got a lot of exciting things coming out of our office and so i'm really excited about those and hopefully we can get a lot of your guys students involved
0: in that stuff as well absolutely yeah we will be happy to advertise all of that for you uh and that october 14th event i wrote that down is that open to staff as well yeah absolutely
1: it's uh it's gonna be a zoom event you know it was a speaker that we were we originally planned to bring on campus last spring that didn't work out. Uh, (laughs) And so we circled back with him this fall and he's like, I've been doing these events virtually. They've been going really well. Are you interested? And we said, absolutely. And so all of that is up on the website. It's developing, obviously. It's really kicking off the first. So we're about a week away, but all that information will be on that same website, counseling.kinesaw.edu.
0: That's awesome. Well, Josh, I appreciate the time today. I know you got a busy schedule. um, So we appreciate you being on the podcast and spending some time with our listeners And hope you have a great rest of the day. I really
1: appreciate you guys having me here. Appreciate obviously all you do, uh, the way we work with students together. It's a great thing. And uh, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you. And as always, listeners, if you have any thoughts on today's episode or questions or ideas for future episodes, we do have a phone line, uh, 678-561-3475. You can either text your questions or thoughts to that phone number And we've only had a couple questions in the episodes we've been doing this. So please let us know how we're doing and what ideas you have for future episodes. And you can follow us on all the social media platforms. It's Housing KSU on Instagram and Facebook. And like and subscribe the show. It really helps our self-esteem out. And thanks for listening.